and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 38 of the Okie Geek Podcast. I'm Michael Cross. And I'm Josh Unruh. And this week we are talking gaming with Anthony Berger with TwisterCon, as well as John Russell and Tony Radford from Warlord Games. Gentlemen, welcome. Oh, hello. Hey, how are you doing? Thank you. Well, let's, first off, uh, Anthony, let's start with you. What is TwisterCon? So TwisterCon is a, um, it's a tabletop gaming convention that's happening um, next weekend, um, March 25th and 26th at the uh, Sheraton um, Hotel, the Reed Conference Center in Midwest City. Um, actually, yeah, the yeah, Reed Center. Uh, yeah, address, uh, yeah, address. Is uh, 5750 Will Rogers Road right. in Midwest City, 73110. It's basically Sooner yeah. and 15th Street. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice yeah. space. I've yeah. Been, yeah. Not to a gaming Con- yeah. convention but another conference there yeah. it's a really nice space yeah. it's a good space yeah. yeah and so um i originally sent a, a kind of event stage to ksu and then uh mm-hmm. guys got back to me and saying hey we'd like someone to come and do an interview down here and the the main guys who run it and they've been doing it for several years couldn't so they decided to send the uh the new guy in to kind of congratulations uh, yeah. send info so yeah, yeah i'm kind of on enjoy your short straw <laughs> i know exactly. yeah so. That was and that would have been Jeff Lawrence and mm. uh, Jonathan Keepers. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. and, and I think Jeff's in Dallas. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. 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 We have a lot of guys from Oklahoma, but we also get a crew that comes up from Texas as well. Um, kind of conjugates the kind of West Central well, and then, region. Uh, and then the uh, Freemans come down from Missouri. Oh, so that and that's a whole clan. So it's uh, from Texas to Missouri and Oklahoma up into Kansas, and and that's kind of a the miniature heart of America yeah. a lot. There's a lot Great. of historical stuff in there. Mm-hmm. That, that, yeah. yeah. It's just crazy stuff. Louisiana's got a big one down there in the World War II uh, uh, Museum. So there's there, there's some, you don't know, but you're sitting in the in the Bible belt of miniatures, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, tell us first off about what, so what, what is TwisterCon about? What is, if no um, one's ever been there before. So it's uh, mostly focuses on tabletop. And if you've right. done um, tabletop gaming before, it's the use of usually miniature figurines um, arrayed into armies. And it can be anything from um, historical, so like American Civil War or World War II, to science fiction. So you think like something out of like, Starship Troopers or Star Wars or Star Trek, or it could be fantasy, so something along Lord of the Rings. And you, um, these armies are arrayed in some fashion, and they you use a rule set, um, usually from some uh, game company. They'll have a rule set that tells you how different units operate, how they move, shoot. Um, then you use um, basically a ruler, a measuring six, to um, see how far your models can go. And they interact with terrain, so if there's woods, it could be hard to move through, but it could also um, protect you from shooting. And then you resolve um, things such as um, trying to hit your opponent or doing damage um, using dice. Um, and then depending on how units have taken damage, sometimes they have to test for morale and such. So just like in real life, um, they can flee and fall back. Um, and then usually the battles are involved either anything from wiping out your opponent to capturing uh, an objective on the battlefield. So it could be anything from... Uh, special info or a specific or like a point because it's like a hill or something like that so it's very varied um and these i mean they get really detailed in these miniatures oh yeah mm-hmm. no i have uh i have close friends that are warhammer yeah yeah, Warhammer's the big oh, yeah. yeah. that's the granddad right yeah. there yeah, yeah absolutely it's <laughs> and it's the one that most people recognize immediately if you oh, yeah. say warhammer they now exactly. understand exactly what you're talking about yeah. warring putting miniatures out on a field of some kind yeah. whether it's again forest yeah. or, or field or mountains yeah. and having them battle each other mm-hmm. you know in, in warhammer and warhammer 40k in some form or fashion 
have been around for almost 30 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and they they've had huge conventions and they've got uh, a movie out there. Yeah. They have a movie. And, and yeah. there's books. Yeah, and video, all kinds video games. Oh, yeah, video games, games uh, role-playing yeah. games, yeah. novels. I mean, it's, 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 yeah, it's a yeah. little industry, which continues to crack me up because I'm about to not make any friends if Games Workshop ever wanted to sponsor us. But it really <laughs> seems like Games Workshop hates its customer. Well, and that could be a whole podcast in itself. I, I, yeah, I know, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I think we're limited to like an hour here. Yeah. 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 It's just <laughs> from the outsider, like the, the, the Warhammer adjacent, I'm like, so they so they hate you. Well, that's what you're telling. Yeah. But you give them but, money. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. the government. Yeah. No. Oh. Right. Oh, see, I did. I did, I, I did some time with with that company. I, oh, really? I, yeah. I was an outrider for about ten years, and then I worked for Forge World for about ten years. So, so it's uh, yeah. I, yeah. We, we, like I said, we don't. We only have an hour, man. I can, so, no, no, yeah. it's fine. I can also claim enough ignorance to distance myself from yeah. these, oh, okay. because I, I was looking at some some of your figures just r- right before mm-hmm. we came in, and I, I know again my friends that do this all the time. The detail is amazing. Well, it's getting even it's getting even crazier now that they can use computer. Used to be that a guy would sit down at a desk and take a uh, armature, uh, mm-hmm. a piece of metal. And put clay on it and slowly sculpt it. Yeah, and, and take it, and then they the would, infamous green stuff. Green yeah. stuff, right? And, and, and that would be a and, and that would be a, a three in one, which they end up being about pretty big. Yeah. You know, about so almost like a foot a larger, tall. So they would do instead of a guy like say this big. And right now I'm pointing to about a, a one one and a half inch tall figure. Yeah, you would start with a, a sculpt that'd be about three times that mm-hmm. size, mm-hmm. and then it through the process gets into a mold and spun with yeah. metal mm-hmm. to that size. Yeah. Well, nowadays we can use a, th- a computer to do that. And lay out the plastic sprue, yeah, and then start doing it. The, 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 yeah, like like we're showing you here. Here's here's the Soviet infantry from. Yeah. from we also War promise. Games. Oh, that's right. Yeah, this well, will be yes. on the Instagram yes. later. Yeah, but yeah, yeah okay. there'll be pictures. That that's our Soviet infantry box. No, I um. So Some my son and I, out, but, my son yeah. and I put together a Gundam. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, similar. this this yeah. like. Yeah. This uh, this is it, is the whole thing a sprue? I mean, this yeah. kind of yeah, framework that, that you have to sprue, cut yes. the little yeah, pieces right. off there's to put yeah. together. There's actually yeah. a little diagram right there. Yeah, and here's it. your here's your yes. So. Oh, and look, look, it's in <laughs> English. Yes, wow. yeah. this yes. is a big change for those of us who do, no. Yeah, that's yes, funny. Yes, yeah. No, I, I understand totally what you're going <laughs> with there. That's yeah. perfect. I, I actually the not in English is uh I, I mean my son reads he reads very well mm. but um but it's actually better for putting the complicated model together if I'm like. Just look at the pictures, man. <laughs> That's right. It'll work out. You know? well, and going back, a lot of these guys from Warlord Games used to work at Games Workshop, and then they yeah, left yeah. and made this company. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. they do it almost exclusively awesome. historical. Yeah. This last year was our first jump into science fiction with Gates of Antares, and then this summer we're coming out with Project Z, which is our zombie game. Mm-hmm. We helped out cool. uh, Warlord uh, War Games founder War Games Factory mm-hmm. come out with a bunch of zombie sprues, and we said, hey, we'll help you market that. But we have we had World War II and we have fantasy and we had uh, uh, Hail Caesar, which is ancients, and then we had uh, Black Powder, Pike and Shot, which is you know English Civil War or American War for Independence. But we didn't have nothing for zombies. So right. then now we're coming out with Project which is Z. just uh, yeah, it's your just, second go-to game. Everybody's got some game. money on the yeah. table. If yeah, you don't exactly. Have some zombies exactly. So now in. we're we're gonna exact. Act, in fact, at TwisterCon, mm-hmm. which is what we're on. Here, we'll actually be demonstrating that game. It hasn't been released yet, Sweet. but we'll have the you'll have the first chance in Oklahoma, or I could probably say in the United States, to actually play Project Z. The Very unveiling cool. of a brand new game. So yeah, is, it, gone. is it? Is it? It's is the Project Z its own separate game, yes. or do you have models 
that you can integrate into. Well, it's funny you should say that. Zombie um, Fall of Rome. Well, how many? You know, I mean, we, we all play video games, and and that's what's great about this genre is you can cross back and forth. Mm-hmm. Sure. For example, you know, Fallout Four came out. Everybody loves that game. But now they're making a miniature game like this. People are starting to make rules and stuff. I don't know if mm. you've seen that. Yeah, um, I've seen, um, I'm not sure which one I know of. This is not a test, which yeah. is one rule set, yeah. which is basically it's post-apocalyptic. And right. you play as like a survivor or a mutant mm. or right. you, can have, you have like a little war band that you go around and right. try to salvage stuff or fight other And what we're going to do with Project Z, it's a game in and of itself. You know, you can get gangs or biker gangs or survivalists. But we're going to incorporate... From the back of, I think it's World at War, the old Call of Duty one with the undead Germans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unter, was it the well, Untertuten? Untertuten, yeah. <laughs> well, we, we got some guys uh, top deck up in top deck up in Tulsa bringing yeah. down some World War II German undead. Nice. And we're going to incorporate, cool. and, cool. and we'll take yeah. some of these miniatures yeah. from Bolt Action. We'll mix them together and we'll have a little yeah. bit of fun. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. So TwisterCon is, uh, as far as tabletop, it's. All the miniatures. I mean, it can be any miniatures game, but it's pretty much and board yeah. games. And board games. Board there, games. there's a board games, and actually, during um, everything, we have different sessions going on. So there's like a four hour, four hours a session, so people can come in and play a game. Mm-hmm. And usually, we'll, we'll finish through them. And some games are more demos, like hey, this is how you learn how to play mm-hmm. this game. Some are more organized, where you take a, a side, for instance, and you're playing a, a yeah. role. Um, but there is going to be board gaming there. There's going to be open board gaming. Um, so you can just come in, borrow a game, play it, and have fun. Um, card and, games, too. Yeah, there'll be yeah card games. There will be some role-playing games there as well. Okay. So if you want to get in and try to, uh, role-playing yeah, Tony's game. Tony's got the schedule. Oh, yeah. He'll leave oh, yeah. guys you can Tony, post tell up. Us, tell us a little bit what, what we got going on. Yeah. Well, they've got uh, set up. Uh, first session begins on Friday from 2 to 6. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were saying breaking these down to four-hour sessions. Yeah. Um, from the looks of most of what is listed here, we have a lot of the army type games that are set up. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now let me add. So some of them are demos, but yes, yeah. But could I also like, I assuming I know what I'm doing, right? <laughs> yeah. But and I don't have an army. Like, is there a place oh, I can just go? Oh, hey, oh yeah. All, has a oh, spot yeah. All, the, at the table. all the models are provided. You don't oh, have okay. to. Yeah. There's not like, hey, why didn't you bring your stuff? You know, yeah. Steve or somebody like that. No, perfectly. That's the idea. Is these guys already have the armies painted, assembled, the terrain there. They're just getting players in. The first Excellent. taste is always free. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The listen, yeah. I've do- uh, I've had. Yes, I trust me. I actually know, cured yeah, yeah. myself of this well, well, painting uh, models. Yeah. I was like, nope, not for me. Yeah, yeah. Like I well, like the game. Well, we also have. Well, we're also running a tournament too. So, oh yeah. So, so those people who can play or want to play and get involved with this, there's a we're gonna be doing a bolt action yeah. tournament. Yeah, there'll be a as as John said, there'll be a bolt action tournament. So it'll be a World War Two based. There'll also be a X Wing. Uh, yeah. It's a Star Wars X Wing. Basically, hey, you're oh, yeah. you're yeah. Yeah. taking X Wings and Tie Fighters yeah. flying around, did you, guys. Did so. you get to play that at the Star Wars Nerdy? Night? I did not get to play Nerdy, but I saw the I saw the miniatures and I was I was blown you, away. You should. It's a lot of fun too. Oh, yeah. I mean the the models are great. It actually does dogfight stuff. Mm-hmm. I oh, mean yeah. you know like it. Yeah. Well, it's it like was, I was talking with Michael earlier before we started. The lines are getting blurred. Just like, is it a graphic novel or is it a comic book? Right. Yeah. yeah. Super Bitcoin's coming out here soon. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Oklahoma's got so much going on for gaming. It mm-hmm. is it is amazing to me. And that's one of the reasons why I love, I love living here is we've got board games. We've got miniature games. We've got no companies yet, but we're working on that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we've got a, a, a diverse field of gamers, 
either video or board. It mm -hmm. doesn't matter. And everybody gets along. That's what's really great about yeah, these yeah, things. Absolutely. Is, is it's Oklahoma. Have, oh, yeah, it's Oklahoma. And, and we have a great time, and we, we pull in people. Uh, you know, TwisterCon is this weekend. Next weekend is Adepticon up in Chicago. That's the largest independent game that, mm -hmm. that we'll be up at. And that's got like 3,000 people a day, and that's crazy up there. People come from all over the world. Ooh, yeah. And then, and then, is that also is similar to TwisterCon, but larger? Yeah. 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 And yeah. There's more similar. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, we sell out a whole, a whole hotel. Mm -hmm. It's huge. And uh, we have uh, – there's a lot of seminars, penning seminars, playing seminars. There's this huge pirate game they, that they do. It's about a 60-foot square area, and they have 28-millimeter – Ships and island. Wow. Oh, it, it is fantastic. So to, to give you a reference, this guy I'm holding my hand. This um, he's a it's like a one inch. Yeah. yeah. So a boat a ship's for that. Like and there's islands massive. and there's dudes oh, stuck meter, on island. That's long. spectacular. And, and the people who are running it are all dressed up in pirates. Remember that yeah. last year? Yeah. Those guys are from Arkansas. Yeah, and they're from Arkansas. So again, <laughs> in that Bible Belt of gaming, you just okay, don't. Yeah. It yeah. just you just don't know. So <laughs> what's really great is is we start interacting with BitCon and uh, these and SoonerCon. SoonerCon's in June, mm -hmm, right after yeah. our. Warlords are going to have their open day in June, uh, the right before Father's Day. The next weekend is SoonerCon. So it's, we're all kind of close to each other. We all try to help each other. We all try to promote each other. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Because uh, no one else is going to do it. You have oh, yeah, to. Yeah. I mean, you, that's why you can't have this infighting. Yeah. I think it's growing up and, and not having any kind of an outlet as it was. So whenever you find someone, maybe they're more into board games than you mm -hmm. are. Right. But yeah. you, can't, you can't start fighting with them over that because you'd be your only friend. We've or, talked or about that on the in. show before, yeah. that well, it's either slam the door behind you or be excited that you found other yeah. people. Yeah. And one of those makes a lot more sense yeah. than the well, other Well, it used one. to be if you started a, one of these games, you had to have both armies. You had to paint up both armies so you could right. show yeah. somebody. Mm -hmm. So that was a lot on you. <laughs> To do a lot of the painting sure. stuff. The evangelization was complex. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Bringing, yeah really. Bringing the light to the darkness was 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 difficult. <laughs> yeah. But but you start finding people like me and Tony have been knowing, you know, I know five ten years we've known each other at least, and uh, we're, we were in the military. So we you know when we, when you're in Korea, there's not a lot to do. When you're in the desert, there's not a lot to do. Mm -hmm. So you bring your stuff. I know a guy that would take sand from over in Iraq or or Afghanistan and put them on his bases. So then he said, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was great. Little, 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 yeah. yeah. And you ran into a bunch of guys over in Korea. We we did the first convention in Korea on the base back in, in 90, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's just, if you find a bunch of people, you get the catalyst, start doing things, and then you start growing. And it's yeah. just, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And sometimes it's much more fun just sit around and talk about the games sure. than mm -hmm. play. So, exactly. well, yeah. because these are, these are, so the place where, the place where I cured myself of miniatures games was A, the painting, and B, there can be really, really complex, which is just not as attractive to, right. to and this, and to this why, gamer, right? Yeah. But there's a ton of theory to be right. talked yeah. about mm -hmm. in between the games. And we were talking about it earlier. That's why you have like a beginning game or mm -hmm. you do something like a Twister Con. Right. And you allow people to go ahead and come on in and try it. And that's what we do at uh, Warlord Open Day in June is you don't have to bring anything. Mm -hmm. You just bring yourself. We'll have vendors for food. We'll have vendors for, for buying toys. We'll have games to play. And mm -hmm. you can walk up to the table, show me how. And within 30 minutes, you should have a good grasp and then just go. And you can't make a mistake. Right. So yeah. TwisterCon does the same kind of thing. TwisterCon yeah. is, uh, it, yeah. it, was, it was, I remember when I was living in Texas, we'd come up in the late 90s. And then it kind of stopped for a while. But then Jonathan Keepers and, and Jeff Lawrence are the guys that kind of resurrected right. it. And we've been doing it for a couple of years now, and TwisterCon is a lot of fun. It's cool. a lot of fun. Jeff does a great job of uh, – he's a good showman, 
and uh, yeah, he, he brings a lot of, of uh, that's a big part of this. I mean, there's so much of this right. going on sort of behind, I mean, it's all happening on the table, but why you're doing what you're doing is a lot of behind the scenes kind of stuff. And you really do need somebody who can not just explain it, but make it interesting, interesting. Fun. <laughs> yeah. you know, in the explanation. I think there's the, the one of the problems is the, the misconceptions of, of the people who do this, that they're all, we're all stuck in our parents' basement right. that we're, you know, and, and, and it's not true. And so if you've got people who can come out and go, look, we're everyday people. This is just yeah. a hobby, just like any others. Well, it, how many people were surprised? Not probably any of us sitting here, but how many people were surprised when Vin Diesel said he was a huge RPG? Yeah, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. based on some of the roles chosen. Yeah, and uh, yeah. And, well, Robin's uh, and his his uh. Okay, anyway, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, there was yeah. like Robin, one of his commercials from the the kill those oh, yeah. killer sharks from yeah. the the late sure. '80s, early '90s. I yeah. was like, yeah, that guy really yeah. likes uh, this. Well, stuff. Robin, <laughs> you know, when you talked about Games Workshop, the the stores in New York used to always have Robin Williams come in with his kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean. He used to, it, yeah. It, it's it's prevalent everywhere. You just people can now admit it, and it's okay. Yeah, right, it's, right. Yeah. Geek the, chic, the breakout. it's a thing. Geek, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Geek and, and again, bullshit. it is is because we there is that misconception of of where the kind of people who do it, and it's not true. And I don't know exactly. I guess because it was the ostracization. Of there's, the, yeah. you, you know, know, like any stereotype, there's kernels of truth. Yes. But the, these are thirty year old, you know, plus stereotypes. Right. You've got. Uh, you, you know, uh, we talk about this now and again on the show. You've mm-hmm. got multi-billion-dollar you know, nerd movie franchises, multiples. Yep. You've got, um, I mean, at the at the point that eleven, whatever it is, billion people have played WoW. Your, yeah, your quarterback played WoW. Yeah, you know, you know, whatever it is, yeah. the, the you might have not admit it, but yeah, he's flaking off. Yep. You know, yep. We're at that so, spot now. Where do we go to next? Well, that's, I, so, well, well, I so, so when, when, when you were talking about the... Oh, uh, I completely the, interrupted the oh. schedule, too. That's right. That's right. So <laughs> right. I want right. to get back to that. So so go back to the schedule about what, what's yeah, going go on. So basically on the schedule, uh, on Friday, the hall opens up at 2 p.m. and it runs until 11. And it's various games are going to be there that you can try out to include the card games, the role-playing games, yeah. the miniature games. And they have to shut down at midnight. So if a game runs a little long, midnight, sorry, they got to get out. But then once again, Saturday morning, 9 a.m., they open right back up. Uh, hall opens up at 7 a.m. for those of us that are having to put stuff together and get things ready. Sure. And then it's open until midnight. And also on Saturday, they're having a flea market. So if there's something that you saw that you were playing, it's like sometimes someone will bring something in that is, is not available anymore in stores. Right. But they mm-hmm. just want to go ahead mm-hmm. and share it because they love the game so much. They might also be selling a copy of that over in the flea market. So you got a chance there. You go, ooh. Let me yeah. get that. Yeah. Or for those things that you tried and never want to do again. Or set right. in your... Yeah. You, yes. A buddy, of mine, yes. a buddy of mine called Phil, he says, apply the Phil rule. If you haven't played it in two years, unless it has a, a redeeming factor or something that you really like, yeah, yeah, yeah. get rid of it. Uh, yes. And buy more sure. toys. Yes. Sure. This, is my, this is my rule for my role-playing game show yeah. to also. Oh, yeah. yeah. And my long boxes. Yeah. Like, uh, like the of comics. Oh, yes. Like, oh, these are... What? what so if you don't read it, you get rid of it? Yeah, or I replace it in uh, like a book that'll go on the shelf, so I can actually get it out oh. and read it when I want to, instead yeah. of this the graphic novel. Like, say I got file cabinets of comics that yeah. I just yeah, but I can't find anything. Right, I've like, got everything alphabetized. I'm 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 no, way too Uber geek. about my so 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 you have CDO. It's not OCD. It's CDO. Mm-hmm. You have to have all the letters in the right hand. <laughs> oh yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah it's got to be alphabetized. You know. By you know, but let's also publisher. be honest. There's a bunch of stuff in there you're never gonna read again. Oh, there's, well, almost <laughs> everything I'm not gonna read again. I just like it being bored and bagged. And if you have to you get know. it, you can get it. That's right. Oh, well, and, and like Tony was reading on the schedule, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, and there's, you can just about pick your time period. I mean, we're gonna have everything. 
Jeff's going to be running some stuff from uh, uh, Save the Lion, which is uh, capturing Leonidas's body from Thermopylae. In the oh, yeah. Last year he did Custer, and it was cool. great. You know, the Battle of yeah. Little Bigghorn. Yeah. Oh, my uh, gosh. W- oh, yeah. That was amazing. Oh, it was great. Western yeah. games, I think, last the, year. Uh, I remember, yeah. yeah. The you're not getting nobody gets out of here alive yeah. session. Yes. Yeah, well, and then yeah. well, and that's sometimes when you come to these games, you got to realize no matter what, you're, if, even if it's historical or fantasy, because sometimes – you were talking about some of the stereotypes. Some of the historical guys don't like fantasy players because that's not real. Mm-hmm. Well, the minute you put up Gettysburg, yeah. for example, and you're going to play Union, I'm going to play South, and, and I'll play I'll play the South, and unless we're going to me lose, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. It's, yeah. it's a fantasy game. It is. It is. The yeah. minute that dice right. drops, it's a fantasy and, game. And that's yeah. the I was thinking about that with Custer. It's like, okay, well, my goal if I'm playing Custer. <laughs> I'm gonna try and get yeah, out. Not, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I'm so, not gonna go into it hoping I lose. That yeah, would be horrible. Yeah, or, or, or if, if you do any kind of colonial stuff like the Zulus and the British. You yeah, know? Mm-hmm. you you, you got to go into that. Like one of the tables at Warlord Open Day in June is gonna be Cortez and the Aztecs, and it's oh, very wow. beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I, the, we've been playtesting it, and the miniatures are fantastic. Jim Hagman does a great job painting that stuff. I mean, it the, the Jaguar is the Jaguar. I mean, it's just fantastic. Oh, That's awesome. But you got to realize. Yeah, the Aztecs, that might go differently. <laughs> that might go differently, but the Aztecs yeah. might not have a chance, but you never know. I mean, there was 14 horses. That's all the Spanish had. Four, and see, that's the other thing about these gaming things. You learn historical stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like I learned, I learned yeah. playing oh. this game. We found out that the, the, the Spanish cavalry was 14 dudes. Yeah. And, and they rode mm. through everything all the time. They'd come out looking like pincushions because the stuff wouldn't go through other armor. Right, stuff, right. But and they survived. Sticking, yeah. yeah. Fourteen dudes just tore up people. Yeah, it's like my my best friend Alan Churchman growing up. Uh, he that's what he did miniatures, and he did the he was World War Two, and he could put the insignias. I mean, he could tell you yeah. what the uh, difference. Oh, yeah. If he just had a picture of a, a soldier right. in a Prussian outfit, he would know exactly what his rank was. What he was sure doing. his knowledge of World War Two soldiers mm-hmm. was phenomenal well and, and the he guys used to from, tell you you could watch if you watched a world war ii movie he'd go that's wrong don't don't <laughs> yeah. watch a world war ii yeah. movie with that yeah, yeah. yeah. well and, and the guys from tulsa uh, there's some guys that come down uh, uh don Reynolds, uh don myers and uh jamie lamb and oh i'm gonna forget another name and I'm, oh, it's gonna be bad oh uh carl meyer they're coming down from tulsa they always come down to bring something last year they brought a 16 foot table by six foot of cursed, there was a hundred vehicles on that table. Wow! And it was yeah. it was that scale. So basically, it was, yeah. So it was, it was big, crazy. Large it was it was table. crazy. Yeah. This year they're bringing down Point du Hoc, which is from D Day, and they're going to be full on. Oh yeah, it's going to be full on. So <laughs> awesome. so, and that'll be one of the games they'll be playing. You walk up, here's the miniatures. Here's what you got to do. Here's how you play. Go, and you don't have to. All you got to do is bring yourself mm-hmm. and, and enthusiasm and fun for gaming. But if somebody yeah. does want to bring an army. Yeah, we'll, we're having a bolt action tournament, mm-hmm. and uh, you can come in and join that. And there's prizes, of course, entry fees and stuff like that. Cool. Uh, at uh, World Open Day in June, we're going to have uh, Gates of Antares and a and a bolt action tournament. So, Adepticon's got all kinds of tournaments. Yeah. See, okay. I'm going to bring my son, so I could be spending sure. a lot yeah. of money. <laughs> well, yeah. no, well, that's I, well, the thing too. Is 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 we have entry? I'm pretty sure Jeff does it. And I know we do it at Warlord yeah. Open Day. Yeah. Is that if you want to come in and just look, mm-hmm. you've never. We had a bunch of people come in from the, the – there was a convention going on when we did our convention. They're like, what's There's this? There's always other stuff going There's on. There's always something on the Reed yeah, Center, yeah. right? Right, right. Yeah, come on in, wander in. It's it's okay. Yeah. All we ask is you can pick anything up you want on the table. Just put it back where you got it. Right. You know? <laughs> but uh, that is the way to come in and maybe jump in the pool. Nobody mm-hmm. likes to jump in the deep end. Jump in the shallow end first. You know, get used mm-hmm. to the water, then come on in. So, yeah, you can come on and look around. It's all good. 
Good to know. Yeah. That's what I was already thinking. Because yeah. because yeah. Uh, uh, my son, four hours. No, 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 like, no, 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 right, yeah, no, that's not a slam, I've played these games, yeah. like, I know what the, the kind yeah. of time frame is, but I mean, the, uh, when I've brought home, um, I mean, when I need a miniature done, I, for, yeah. uh, role-playing game, yeah. I just give it to one of these friends of mine, and sure. it comes back beautiful, and, sure, you know, yeah, Elijah's yeah. all very impressed, so, I mean, right. taking him through there would be great, actually playing the game, that's yeah. why I was, I'm glad yeah. to hear the, well, yeah. the looky loo option and, exists. Well, and there's, and there's there's four hour that four hour block doesn't mean it's gonna be four hours. Like our, right, a, a demo game, it might the, go the, bad for Custer. Well, yeah. half hour yeah. late. No, I'm kidding. The beauty beauty is a, a demo game runs about a half an hour to an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we, okay. we reset. So Good you can get a chance yeah. to come. Yeah, and try. those are the, those are the games I, we were looking at the 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 how it was gonna be set up. And the first thing is you walk in is gonna be a small round table well, that's, that are, that, that's, 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 that's what that's open day. That's what on open day. That's different. But yeah. um yeah, there'll be tables set up. There'll be there'll be like a label of what that game is. Okay. Um at TwisterCon. Most of the tables I think are usually they're like ten by eights or something like that. Yeah. Usually a little bit bigger than they need to be. Most games are played on like a six by four table. Okay. So um but it's yeah, kind yeah. of go in and walk around. They're kind of scattered, but you'll yeah. be able to see what every everything is. Like I think I missed this big circle table talk. What is well, that? No, well, that's, that's actually something else. That, that, that's for World Open Day. We'll show yeah. you. So okay, that, that's yeah. in June. Oh, uh, oh, we're gonna have to yeah, yeah, bring you guys back yeah, for yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, that. Sure, yeah, yeah, we can do that. And then TwisterCon is is you. It's a four by six four four by. I'm out. There we go. Four by six table, and. We have a little extra space. We the dump area, you know, to put mm-hmm. your extra miniatures or, mm-hmm. or your casualties or your books. Yes. And uh, 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 there, then there's ship games. I'm sure Plymouth Miniatures will be uh, put, the guys from Plymouth will be there, and they'll be running their uh, ship of sail, the old age of sail kind of stuff. You know, a horn blower and that kind of Very stuff. Very cool. Oh yeah, they, they, there's some crazy stuff. And then Jeff will be showing uh, a Project Z, our world mm-hmm. new, new game. Uh, and then we're gonna have. I love the world premiere of a brand new game. Oh, yeah. Pretty yeah. slick. Yeah. Wonderful. Pretty yeah. slick. Yeah, and uh, we'll be doing it up at Adepticon 2 next weekend up mm-hmm. in Chicago. Chicago. Uh-huh. But it'll be too late, Chicago. You're <laughs> second place. Yeah. It'll be the first time, in Illinois, first. Uh, first time in Illinois. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. It's all spin. That's right. Uh, <laughs> and there's there's all kinds of it, – it's pretty much – it's gotten to the point, unlike when gaming first started out, you had to play what was out there. Yeah. yeah. Now you can buy a miniature from this company, get the rule set from that company – and do just about anything you want, and it's it's crazy yeah. that you know with, with Kickstarter and, and with GoFundMe yeah. and and uh, they're even you know you can buy buildings, you can make buildings or you know, out of paper, or whatever. There's companies mm-hmm. that do that. It's just it's really gone crazy now. It's it's good to be a gamer. Yeah, yeah. I would say like if you went out like 15 years ago, there was only maybe a few companies, Games Workshop, FASFA, a few companies that really existed that did games. But now in the last 10 years it's just exploded and I mean if you if there's a genre niche you want to play it exists out there mm-hmm. you can find it huge um, one now is steampunk oh and, yeah and right and, and Malifaux Malifaux mm-hmm. is, is that does all kinds yeah. of crazy Mal- stuff really. Malifaux is like a um, I would call it like a pulp game because it's kind of like steampunk horror um, combine some western um, very underworld gritty stuff. It takes place in like a um, like an alternate Earth where there's it's like a mad- Louis L'Amour type yeah. of yeah. well, yeah, or H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very H.P. Yeah. Lovecraft. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's very very set in that kind of world. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have you know. And then we we said we, we said the man you know H.P. Lovecraft and there's yeah. there's board yeah. games and there's yeah. 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 Oh, there's, <laughs> I tell you what, there's yeah, there's movies for that and there's oh, books. Wow. And what's really cool about that is just like holy mackerel, this is 
you know, this is a board game. Yeah, we well, should read the books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and then that's what's great about like bolt <laughs> Actually, action or, yeah. or team playing play. the board game will prepare you for the end yeah. of the H.P. Lovecraft exactly. novels. Where exactly, you're like, you're but, we didn't, but we didn't win. Yeah, exactly, yeah, this is why. It is why. <laughs> oh yeah, bolt action can get you really spun up about uh, uh, about history. What's really cool about the bolt action rule book is like on about the second or third color plate is the forty fifth infantry division. And the Forty Fifth yeah. Infantry Division Museum is here. Yeah, in that's right, Oklahoma mm-hmm. City. The Thunderbirds. Yeah, so and there, a couple more pages, Anthony. Okay, and you you want to? Yeah, I'll show you. Dig it in, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, more things. We promise, listeners, more yeah, things we'll, for the we'll Instagram. <laughs> we'll show you. Yeah, right here. See, there they are. That's the Forty Fifth Infantry Museum. That's F4. that's the Forty Fifth Infantry. Yeah, that's very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're right there up on Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's I mean, a good looking again. Well, and, listeners, and this, is, this is awesome radio. That's a good looking rule book. Well, and, and it, I, it is sexy, and, and I mean that because Warlord teamed up with Osprey. And if you're into historical stuff, Osprey is the go-to book to learn how to paint. There's always about seven or eight color plates in the center, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there's always history up into it. So every section of this rule book starts off with a color plate from Osprey. Awesome. Yeah, so I have heard. I've heard. I've seen Osprey books. They're yeah, top yeah. they're gorgeous. High, yeah, really high quality reference. Tons of pictures, tons yeah. of details, statistics, and I'm mm-hmm. like the the company really standard for people who are interested in history at all. And this is and so this Very is bolt nice. action. This is explain what this is. Yeah, bolt action is yeah. a little or two game. They, they, they did a lot of play testing. Uh, in fact, some of the guys here in Oklahoma City play mm-hmm. tested it, and uh, we got our names in there. Uh, and it's based on World War II. For a long time, there was no 28 millimeter rule set i mean there was a lot of mama pops and there was a lot of here and there's and, and regionals uh just like um the uh, the flames of war mm-hmm. yeah. came up and was big but that's 15 millimeter and right. people wanted to do a skirmish 20 millimeter so yeah. uh john stollard yeah. and warlord games came out with bolt action yeah. and it's been out for about four years we did we did the coming out party for lack of a, a better use of, of phrase <laughs> uh four years ago we did the battle of arnhem here in Oklahoma City at uh, the Reed Center, and we had four tables of all the bridge too far and the the uh, 30 core trying to get up the road, and we had Arnhem, yeah, and it was yeah. just huge. And we had guys coming from Texas and Arkansas, and it was Tony yeah, was there. Not, yeah, history. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. history, big time history. We'd rent it, and people came, and the, the folks came up from Phoenix. That's where our sales center is for, mm-hmm. for Warlord. Uh, we're based out of England, but we have a sales core in Phoenix. So they came up, and we sold a bunch of books, and and now again, it's a rule book, so there's about you know 200 pages, but you don't have to sure. read all 200 pages because the back half is four army lists, and there's some history yeah. in there. The first 20 pages maybe is it? Is all you really have to read? Right. Mm-hmm. It, well, it's just like yeah. I mean, any kind of manual. Same thing with like the dungeon, you know, yeah, dragons. You, you, you've got you've got them. They're mostly used for reference. Here's the core, yeah. And, yeah. and then there's yeah. a bunch yeah. of fringe cases, right? Yeah. Right, and advanced rules and yeah. stuff like that. Or, yeah. yeah, and when we talk about when we say 15 millimeter or 28 millimeter, we're talking about those those actual size of the model. So, right, right. Um, Good point, Anthony. Yeah, yeah. So 15 millimeter is. Uh, 15, uh, a human sized figure is about 15 millimeter tall. It's about a 1 100 scale. Right. Um, 28 millimeter. And 1 100 t- means that it would take 100 of that person. Of that yeah, thing to right. To that, equal yeah. That person. right. And then. And about 156, 148. Yeah, for, for 28 millimeters, about 156. HO um, scale for your railroaders yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's, uh, that is the Warhammer scale, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Most, yeah. most okay. games are in a 28 millimeter scale or somewhere around that. Um, some games are a little bit smaller. And you um, said that's 156. I think. That's, yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. I think that cemented in my memory once because I accidentally eBayed, like bought something on eBay, not 
realize. Yeah. I mean, it said 15 millimeter right there, but I was, you know, excited. Uh, and then it shows yeah. up and I'm like, what? It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. Yeah, actually, like you said, it's, you know, it's the Spinal Tap moment yeah. of Stonehenge. We actually, yeah, I actually did the opposite. <laughs> no one knew yes. they were or where yeah. they came from. Well, I made a hobbit. Yeah. That's what I got. I made a hobbit. You know. Yeah. Well, and I was, I grew, I grew up uh, with, with the miniatures. My, my father would, would play Dungeons and Dragons with his group oh, of yeah. people and I'd go play. And he just had um, a big door that he'd covered with hexagons and then put plastic over sure. it. And that way we could move our little miniatures and we'd have mm-hmm. them all painted. And he had a big, massive thing that mm-hmm. held all the miniatures in it and it was that was my first introduction to those things and it was just mm-hmm. wonderful to be able to visualize that, what your yeah, character is such a great thing that's it perfectly we are visual creatures yeah and that's what's great about today is is like anthony was saying you can go anywhere and get any kind of miniature and there's there's some killer killer painters out there i was telling michael earlier before we started through a couple years ago crystal brush uh from uh, i mean excuse me cool mini or not Sponsored the Crystal Brush. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you've heard Kumir, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, they sponsored a, a uh, Crystal Brush painting competition, Adepticon, about five, six years ago. They said, okay, we're going to have a big comp- painting competition. First prize, 10 grand. <laughs> People came from everywhere. And when I say everywhere, I mean Denmark, England, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Bangladesh. They were from everywhere. And they, they had like three or four glass cases, six foot tall, five foot wide, five shelves packed of miniatures. But when you put down ten grand on the table for painting, everybody shows up. So yeah. the heavy hitters came out. Yeah. The people who win the golden demons from the old yeah. days of, yeah, of yeah, games yeah. workshop. That's a painting award that Games Workshop used to put yeah. out. I mean, and they they got some serious competition. And and the female one, I can't remember her name. So her her trip was paid for basically. Mm-hmm. The next year, there's about one glass case because people realize, oh man, everybody's coming for that one. Right, like yeah. you you just recognize where your level's at. Exactly. Like I'm really good, yeah. but that guy's amazing. Yeah. And yeah, it's just mm-hmm. and you can cool. appreciate. And, I think you're gonna appreciate those people that have you know. Oh you yes. Wanna, you want to reach that. Well, skill level as well and that's what's great about uh, we haven't gotten there yet for TwisterCon but Adepticon up in Chicago has seminars with those people to, oh, yeah. to, oh, to, to, yeah. to learn how to paint like that you know uh, Mr. Jeremy from Secret Weapon shows up oh yeah and he's a great dude and uh, he says hey let's show you how to paint some stuff and he's mm-hmm. got his company called mm-hmm. Secret Weapon mm-hmm. and uh, they, they sponsor us too for, for World Lord Open Day in June which we'll come back and talk yeah. about yeah, cool. and there's um, and Please, really too yes. don't be don't be disgruntled I think like I want to get into this hobby but I'm terrible at painting don't worry about it because there are almost every company they put out like this is how we paint our models and they don't and they do it in a way that you can easily learn step by step mm-hmm. um it's like watching a bob ross video essentially mm-hmm. um yeah, and like even happy like little yeah guns. happy little happy little <laughs> happy little ta- happy little tanks happy you know? little tanks. but um and then even too online there is a plethora of resources oh, yeah. uh, available like if you type oh, in gosh, how yeah. if you type in how to paint um um, U.S. Um, Rangers from World War II, you will probably find a dozen or more videos on YouTube that will go step-by-step step how to do that. Um, one I highly recommend is um, War Game Soldiers and Strategy. They have a YouTube page, yep. and um, there's actually um, a woman on there, and she goes step-by-step step how to paint like these different figures um, mm-hmm. at different scales and different time periods. So, and there's books, too. Yeah, books. Mm-hmm. You know, I think some people have, they've put out videos, um, yeah, but the there's tons of resources though, too. So it's worth saying when I say that painting was one of the things that cured me, it's not like my figures actually turned out looking okay. I was yeah. just like, that took a million years. <laughs> yeah. I, I am, I, yeah, my patience level is only so high. This past, uh, this past Friday, the uh, latest Warlord 
Games newsletter came out, and they actually had in there an article with a link to How to Paint the Asaurians, which is the new army that they are releasing for Gates of Antares. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah, that, and that newsletter comes out every Wednesdays and Wednesdays and Fridays. Fridays. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so even just free, you go online and to, if you go into Warlord um, Games and you subscribe to their newsletter, you get updates twice a week to see what's happening. And most companies, if they have a website, they'll update them usually weekly or, mm. or more than that. And you can see the new news that's coming in. Sometimes they'll have awards early. It's definitely something to check out. And it's you know and completely free. You don't have to yeah, put Yeah, and they, they've really gotten really good. Uh, the Warlord uh, website's got a thing for bolt action. If you click mm-hmm. on how do you play, it goes off to a separate separate window, and they've got some really good pictures and some videos and some stuff on how to play and how to show you how to do it. And it just it, it blew me away when I first saw. They said, "What do you think?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's killer." Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. excellent. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of knowing what what your 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 little guy can do as far right. as you know as far as his range and when where he can go. Yeah. And because you're basically the the leader and mm-hmm. trying to send yeah. your you know using the terrain using whatever it needs to take. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember playing a game. Uh, it was like kind of it was a car game, an arena car game. Oh, car car. car so we'll see that if you okay we're all like car wars like tony was saying last year at twister con a dude brought in uh it was a 10 foot by five foot table and it was matchbox car no no the guy actually took the tables there at twister con right and he actually set the course based on the tables and he had the car, he had like 20 awesome. tables that he put into a route <laughs> yeah. and he had cars to awesome. scale that so you've got amazing. people you know, you can't just sit in a chair in one spot. You've got to get up and move yeah. to wherever your car oh, is yeah. at. And yeah. it was all-out combat. And well, it, was, and, it was neat oh, what he did. Yeah. And, and speaking about... That's just dreamy. Well, well <laughs> you want to speak about... Awesome. Well, what crazy is some people find a niche and they go for it. Me and Tony were at a MillenniCon last November down in uh, Austin. And there's this one guy we run into every once in a while. And he does Circus Maximus. And when I say he does Circus Maximus... He does circus magic. The, 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 the table, the table oh, is. Oh my god! The yeah. table is ten foot by five foot in the oval, with the centerpiece with the with. Wow. It's bigger. Oh, no, it is bigger. Than it's gotten bigger. It's, it's twelve. It's like twelve feet. It's, it's huge, and he's got the little uh, dolphins that pop down for each time. All all the all the chariots. There's ten That's chariots amazing. in twenty eight millimeter. And as you're writing your turns down, he plays the music from Ben Hur. Of course. <laughs> okay. And then you move wow. your guys, and you can roll over your guys, and that's his game. That's, that's his amazing. Niche. And yeah. he sets that up, and that's that's his love. And it's mm-hmm. just crazy. He's been doing that for oh, years. Because the first years. time I yeah first time I encountered him was uh, I attended a con in uh, San Antonio back in 2001. And he had that table set up, and I had my daughter with me at the time. And this talks about how cool gamers are. This is a great story. And uh, – well, when we got in, I was a young uh, airman, Air Force. I didn't yeah. really have the money for paying to get in, but I wanted to get in to see the guys from Steve Jackson Games because mm-hmm. Steve Jackson Games had Car sent Wars. us uh, a yeah. Car Wars game, uh, Car Wars the card game. Overseas. Overseas while we were deployed for Desert yeah. Shield, Desert Storm. Yeah, a lot of these guys oh. send stuff and over. So, oh, that's yeah, they, awesome. Yeah, it's that really cool stuff. Very cool. Yeah, Steve Jackson. So I heard they were going to be there. I showed up there with my copy of the game because I brought it back with me from the desert, and I said, I just want to say thank you guys. For this, because when you're sitting there in the desert and you're sitting there twiddling your thumbs because you don't know what to do, waiting for them to say, okay, it's time to go, this, I mean, it took care of the boredom quite a bit. Oh, yeah. I mean, we even took two of the boxes together, and we had 12 people sitting around a table <laughs> trying to kill each other you know, with this card game. Mm-hmm. But I went in to see them, got them, and they said, thank you for your service, and they gave, us a, uh, gave me a brand new box. Uh-huh. Well, then I walked over to the other room, and there's a guy, he's sitting there, and he's got this going, he's got... Circus Maximus is like, wow, this looks neat. And he says, hey, come on, people sign. I said, no, sorry, we can't. You know, we're just here to look. He says, no, go ahead and play. So 
my daughter, she took one of the teams. I took the other team. And eventually what happens, one of the monitors for the con came through and said, you don't have the right badge. Yeah, you don't have the right badge. You can't be doing that. The guy that did this, he got up, went to the table. He paid for my daughter's and my membership. 20 bucks. Pulled so it out of the pocket and paid it for him. Nice. Very Wait, cool. And, okay, so now here come we up are, to 2015. 2015. I go to the con there, uh, at Millennium Con there in Texas. He's there. I'm actually given the chance to pay him back and the he money. Did. Very cool. And so he did. that way. And the guy goes, what's this for? And he told the story. He goes, oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah. That's really yeah. Cool. See, that's, and it really is. It's that camaraderie that yep. we have. And I think it goes back to being alone. In our in our love, and when yeah. we find somebody, just one person that loved the exact same things that we did, we we want that person to be with us. And <laughs> or, so, or in yeah. this case, it's oh, do you show even a glimmer of interest? I know. Let me take you into exactly. the wide vistas yeah. of yeah. Circus Maximus. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Let me open the door for you. And that's really the great thing is we have like we were talking earlier, but um, the person who does the war game soldiers and strategy videos. They live in the Netherlands, but they're actually from near the hometown where I'm from. And, you know, they cross-communicate. So you have people globally um, that will know, and it's it's just yeah. this big extended family, yeah, it well, seems when like. When we do our event in June, we got guys coming over from England, come st- they yeah. stay with me. Cool. So now I can go over there and stay with them, of course. Right. But, you know, hey, yeah, it's definitely not like this little regional thing or right. even or national. It's international. Yeah, it's um, huge. So, so this, is a, this is a little... This is not TwisterCon focused. I'm just curious no, about right. your feelings, because uh, all miniatures sure. guys. I know that. Uh, how do you feel about like 3D printing? Because well, we, we talked about it. we just yeah. talked yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's cool and it's neat, but it'll never replace that sprue. Okay. Because because you some people say oh in a couple of years there's this guy that we run into at conventions he always talks about oh 3D printing will ruin us all, not really because you're you can't make enough miniatures to. For your army, maybe. Yeah, but yeah. If, if I'm give oh, you some you're going to make it for yeah. to sell. There's right. just no way. There's just no and, way. Yeah. And then a 3D printing, I've kind of looked at this myself, um, and it's like, you know, you can get pretty good accuracy um, depending on what kind of printer you have. And, you know, cost is, cost is reasonable, but it's the time to print because a, a friend showed me time, yeah. they did at, at Oklahoma State. We have um, a 3D printer in the library, and somebody did a um, – they did a, a Millennium Falcon, about full, you know, the scale, you know, for like a, mm-hmm. a toy. But that took about a day to do something yeah. like that. And if you imagine if you're trying to do, you know, thousands of sprues mm-hmm. of different types, that's going to be very, very... Well, let's go know. back to this box, okay? Yeah. So We're looking at box. a box, of course. Okay. You can't see that box, on radio right? waves. But. 40 infantry are in this box. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to print... There's, there's yeah, each one five of these, sprues. Yeah. I remember these Plus, all come, you have to, they're on a sprue, just yeah. like a model kit, so you have to clip them out and put yeah. them together. And three weapons, mm-hmm. three weapon sprues and five of that. Okay, I, I think it runs about 48 bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. 48. So, so, it's, so it's about a buck or two a figure, yeah, yeah. which is better than what we talked about before. Absolutely. Yeah. But there's no way that you're going to be able to make 40 dudes on your 3D printer no, for that's 40 true. bucks. Yeah, yeah. And, and even if you... Even if you could, that time investment is yeah, right. It yeah. is significant. And, 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 I mean, that's the yeah, one. And what we're talking about is, is mass producing it so that yeah. everybody can buy it like that yeah, box, right? For exactly. You know, if yeah. you're going to print yourself yeah. one figure, that might be worth it because yeah. it's something you. Well, you, you, commander, commander, you I know commander. a lot of guys who will do that. If like, hey, this is this very unique tank, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. and yeah. I need this for my army, and I can do that. You know, that's that's okay. easy. Or you've but got a fantasy character. It's the exactly. You know, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There you, you want go. the shield but, to be the exact yeah. way, and you want his. You know, he's yeah. got the plus ten. You know, of course, then defender. you need to know something about AutoCAD. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. well, CAD has been such a great thing. I'm not sure if you know. Yeah. There's this guy who does this game called Drop Zone Commander, which is a science yep. fiction game. It involves Huge. kind of like putting, you know, you're flying in and trying to drop troops on like the city. But he designs all of his stuff with CAD, and they're actually a little bit. Um, they're a 10 millimeter scale, but Thank the detail well, on them is yeah, astonishing. And that's that's really the thing now is like the detail you can get on such small figures. Well, and he says drop zone commander, which is kind of neat. Again, how all this kind of flows and, and blurs. Andy Chambers, who used to work for Games Workshop, mm-hmm. helped him do their space. Portion. Yeah, drop fleet commander. Drop which, fleet commander, which, which just is kickstarted dropping in space. Yeah, so. Cool. so yeah, and then yeah. and then you go even smaller world just down the road in Dallas or north of Dallas is Reaper. Reaper yeah. miniatures, yeah, yeah. they have a lot of nice figures. And they yeah. do, they do a lot of figures. They usually do like single piece figures, and they're usually for like role playing games, like mm-hmm. Dungeons and Dragons right. and things like that. Yeah. yeah, this is why I know them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Reapers is great. If you're Reaper, interested in just collecting something to paint, I yeah, Re- Reaper, Reaper Reaper will be at Adepticon. There's, it, oh, and we'll cool. see them up there, and it's uh, they're good people as well. So, and then Tony ran into some guy that was making some uh, terrain that uh, uh, the alien esque kind of tunnels and uh what was the name of that that you picked up for we're going to use for gates of Antares? oh um what was that oh uh the bug hunt corridor bug hunt corridor fantasy arc fantasy yes. arc yeah and and it's it's mdf wood and he uh laser etches it yep. and you pop it out and it's it looks like the corridors and stuff from the ships. how cool yeah he's actually right. setting it up for uh an alien versus predator type game mm-hmm. however when we were at adepticon last year i saw this like wait a minute this would also work for beyond the gaze of antares so we picked you, it up you, yeah. you have a facility you have troops going in trying to take mm-hmm. it over mm-hmm. we, we have some, you'll have some of that at TwisterCon. Yeah. uh i think well the buildings the, yes yeah i mean because yeah. d- yeah. you're demoing the or the the games being played right. there yeah. right Right. I want to see everything. So there's so the, much. I there'll be see. tons of terrain. Yeah. on the. It's not like um. You know, if you imagine like it's not just hey here's a counter and I threw a, a green bunch of green soldiers. Yeah, it's it's highly detailed and especially with like historical gamers though they put an immense amount of detail. John, you have. You always have a demo table. Thank you. And um, yeah. that thing is astonishing because yeah. you have little trench lines and there's barbed wire and there's yeah, it's trees. Really it's Gorgeous, so amazing. That's almost half the time people put into painting their models are doing the other half of the time getting a table ready to go. Yeah, and that's what that's what I use for my relaxation is you know I'll go home and I'll paint for a little while and yeah, and it's kind of nice just to get that. You'll have your area, and if you can paint thirty, forty minutes a day, you'll get there. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's all about practice. It is, yeah, just like anything else. But that sounds like me talking to you guys about. National Novel Writing Month. That's right. Oh, yeah. Just write a little the bit the every day. It. It's just a little bit. It's, it's just a little paint. bit. And the more you do it, the more you do it, the better you're going to get <laughs> exactly. at it. Exactly. Because you're going to know your own mistakes. Is, is there going to be vendors there as well? Uh, yeah, there will be some vendors there. Um, there'll be the flea market as well. So if you want to pick up some kind of odd. Yeah. I actually got a really cool book from somebody there once. Oh, it's yeah. like this like anime yep. kind of style book about tanks. It's like, this is really cool. And uh, um, there'll be things to eat. Too. Vendors, yeah. And there'll be sure. food as well. There, yeah, so there'll be, I know gamers like their chow. Oh, so yes, there'll yeah. be, there'll Kernels be, and candy will be there. That's yeah. really good uh, uh, popcorn stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so that's yeah, nice. so and, there'll be food and yeah, food and such. So. Yeah. And when I plenty see of these, coffee. So. When I see these sprues, I, I, I'm reminded of the, the old models that we, yep. that we yeah. drove. Do you get upset when people talk about like the models rather than, rather than miniatures? I mean, is there no, a no, difference? No, I, mean, I, no. I just want to... No, because some people in Warlord is sometimes more concerned about the rule set than the models. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we'd like you to 
use our models. But some people want to do 20 millimeter. Some people want to do 48, 148, because the 148 models. Right. So they'll do a 148 models, and you can get, or even 135th, you want to get really crazy. And you can buy the models, put them together, then use those as well. Okay. Uh, it's yeah. it's models or miniatures. It's you know, is it a graphic novel? Is it a comic book? Right, right. I mean, there's a good example in gaming. Is um, there's a Battlefront. They produce a rule set for um, Vietnam and Arab-Israeli War, and also uh, this thing called Team, Team Yankee, Yankee, which is a uh, World War Three. Um, and so a lot of people like to play it in the scale that they have. But there's also um, a smaller scale called six millimeter, and people like it in that because you can. Instead of fielding, you know, kind of medium size kind of battles, you can figure field a huge force. Sure. You know, wait, that six millimeter is still a normal human being. Yeah, but there'll be bigger. five guys on the stand. That'll be a yeah. squad, and so gotcha. you, yeah, you, usually you can do battalion size instead of yeah. company or squad. So I, I wow. played one. I played. Um, I forget who ran it last year at TwisterCon, but you know, me and another person, we each had like forty tanks together, and then we were opposed another force with. 40 or 60 as well. And, you know, they're very tiny. They're only about half oh, an inch long. Those are, uh, that's Game HQ. Yeah, it's uh, Game one, GHQ, one, yeah. 125 oh, yeah. scale. 125 scale. Yeah. Wow. So very yeah. tiny. Yeah. But but you think about it. If you want to run 60 tanks, you don't want 60, 20 oh, millimeter no. tanks. Because yeah. the size, you, you need a basketball court. Yeah. yeah. But if you can, which people have done which, before, I was about to say, I immediately start thinking things, and I was like, "There's no way that hasn't been done." Right. Well, it, it, challenge it, accepted. Fact, well, and that also right. that also starts other games. For example, that some guys were playing. Um, uh, there was a World War One uh, ship game, Jutland, that oh, Avalon yeah. Hill put out mm-hmm. a long time ago, and some people would play that in a, in a gym. Well, mm-hmm. these guys were doing it one day, and they said, "Hey, wouldn't this be cool if we did it for?" Star Trek, and that's how Starfleet yeah. Battle started, and then they made oh, that yeah. game out of there. Very yeah. old, like type of. Um, it's basically oh, it's Star game. Trek shit, based on like the original. Star I've played, played Starfleet Battles also with Starfleet yeah, Battles. Yeah. That's how that started. Was a jump game. You know? Yeah, yeah, and it's a it's a great game. That's cool. that's fun as well. Yeah, you know those are. I mean. The scale would have to be because your your yeah. starship oh, yeah. is yeah. hold five hundred and something people yeah. in it, yeah. Yeah. It's and it's small. you know half a you know yeah. half a mile long. But, yeah, but so. then you can also do some really fun stuff. Like we did this with Game Workshop a couple of times, and we're thinking about doing this for Warlord. Is you take the six millimeter, okay? You take the six millimeter guys, and you and you do the battle to the town, and you do the twenty mil eight millimeter battle to the town and in oh, the town, yeah. so it's and kind then of you the go underground, battle, yeah. and then you go underground, and you go fifty four millimeter, and you can do the personal interaction of we're gonna for example like you can the, say the man to man kind man-to-man of man-to-man kind of, stuff, oh, yeah, oh we're gonna yeah, stop yeah. that from opening that gate and letting the monsters in like uh uh the dude with the horns shaves them off. Oh uh, uh Hellboy Hellboy, yeah. you know? There you go. <laughs> See so you, you could go in to stop that guy from opening the rift. So you, you could do that kind of scale. It's it's your imagination and your time. Man. That's pretty, and, yeah, no, that's cool. And different games like um, what we were talking about with Drop Fleet and Drop Zone yeah. Commander is Drop Fleet, you know, it's the ships trying to land troops on the planet or on specific cities. And then Drop Zone is just a couple notches down where it's the guys trying to get into the buildings to get intel or get to certain strategic points. So so games can, you know, co-be complementary like that as sure. well. Mm-hmm. As or interact. Later, yeah. Like when, we, when Bolt Action came out, we had four tables – and it was bridge too far. Mm-hmm. So if 30 core go out down that road, they could get to uh, to the next table, and they could get to the next table and then finally get to Arnhem. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had uh, Vail, uh, Vihel, and we had Grosbeck Heights, and we did all those. And if they all interacted, but of course, 
just like in history, yeah. tanks never made so if you win, it. Yeah. yeah, so if you win this one battle, scenario A happens, but if you lose it, scenario B happens, and you go from there. For a campaign. And, yeah, and cool. a lot of people will do that. They're playing like a league, for instance, or a campaign. They'll mm-hmm. set it like that, and then sure. there'll be like a big battle at the end. And we um, also call, they, they call them escalation leagues. Or, yeah. or, or mm-hmm. What's really cool about those is well, you start off. It was called what? Escalation. Escalation, escalation oh, okay. leagues. Yeah. Yeah. What you can do with those is you start off with uh, 20 guys. Okay, you start off with like, let's say, just for a number, 200 points. And then in three weeks, you'll do it 400 points. So you buy a little bit more. Mm-hmm, and you buy a little mm-hmm. bit more. So you can tailor your, your, your army to what you want to play. And you can grow the size yeah. of your army mm-hmm, as you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and to talk about points we got on that. So one thing we do as war gamers is, is, you know, we could do like a historical simulation. Sure. Like say Battle of Bulge where we have all these big German tanks rolling against these poor beleaguered GIs in the cold. (laughs) But um, what we often do is like when someone would meet and play like a a tournament or just a casual game, um, this point system, how it works is like each model has an associated value with it. So a regular soldier with a rifle might be worth 10 points. A guy with a machine gun might be worth 30. A A tank might be 150. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. And so what you would do is you would build your army according to that. So you might play, bold action is done like a thousand points. So you know, John here would have a thousand point army and I would have a thousand point army. And my guy, I could have a bunch of, you know, Russian conscripts who mm-hmm. their stats are very terrible. Uh, but well, quality is a quantity. Is, well, exactly. Right, right, right. And so right. you might have, you know, tons of guys where he might be playing a much more elite army, like say paratroopers, for instance, where they're better trained, they might have better weapons, um, might survive better longer um, under fire, but there's fewer of them. So... Um, and, you know, you can do different games. You might be playing like a tank force against an infantry right. force, so a much more mobile army against a, maybe a more slower army that's a bit it's more got resilient. The, yeah. And it's, it, it reminds me of, of flashbacks of when I was playing Car Wars and Starfleet mm-hmm. Battles. Same oh, thing. Sure. You would get a point, yeah. and so maybe you would mm-hmm. deck out your, your starship with all the stuff that you mm-hmm. needed, you know, you, but, but, but or you'd get <laughs> smaller ships. Yeah. Exactly. One model. That's right. Little, like, patrol wolf right. pack tacticians just swarm the opponent. Yeah, that's why you wouldn't think much about Tholians. But you know they're small, but yeah. they're there's a, a ton of them. Of them you yeah. know, so and then, I'm being told Tie Fighter Swarm would go well towards my play style. They are yeah. pretty. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, this yeah. is what I'm yeah. being told and, by. Uh, and to go back play. with Escalation League, some companies actually that's their method of getting people into the game. Um, yeah, one of the games I do is um, by Privateer Press. They do a game called War Machine yep. and mm-hmm. Hordes, which is like Senus in like a steampunk fantasy world. And it's a very um, very the popular models game, are yeah. really cool, yeah, fantastic, cool. Yeah. but super weird. Yeah, like they, are, like they just oh, yeah. like they, walking yeah. cathedral robots yeah. and stuff. It's so, yeah, it's but cool. um, the cool thing they do this thing called um, I want to say it's not um Pathfinder. They do a um Journeyman League. Yeah. The same thing mm-hmm. as Escalations. You start with like a starter box, which is like two to five models, um, and you paint those up, and you play the first week or two weeks. You'll play with just those models. Then you add a little bit more and so forth. And the cool thing is you gain league points, um, and the points you gain points for winning or even just participating in games, but you also gain points for painting your models. And at the end of, like, the session, which might be a month or two months, then you're like, okay, you know, you've gotten this many points, and you might get an award for it, or, you know, you might the store that's running it might give you, like, a gift card or something like that. So it's a good way of not only encouraging people to start new armies and get their stuff painted, but also encourage people to try out new factions as well. Right. So be steady. Yeah. But again, just like Escalation, it's designed to be kind of low intensity, getting right. people interested, make sure they're learning the rules and things like that. So, And, and then awesome. you go to these and you might win a, win a box of something you never thought you'd play with. So either yeah. 
you'll paint those and try that, or you'll give it to a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and, and, exactly. and watch it start all over. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and those will be included in what we call swag bags. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, Adepticon's got some killer swag bags. Like yeah. they'll have a box of those War Machine in the oh. in the in the swag bag, yeah. but you have to be Which like the first whatever. Yeah. Warlord, we do that on our open day. We have a hundred swag bags. Uh, the first twenty five get like a tank sprue last year. You get a whole tank. The tank, cool. tank's about thirty bucks, guys. So yeah. you're yeah, paying twenty five bucks to get in, and then you get thirty bucks back. Just show yeah. up early. So yeah. show up early. Show up early. Yeah, yeah. TwisterCon, we're we're getting there, uh, but. Uh, yeah. Uh, Some like, games are going to have raffles. I think, like, yeah. um, I'm I'm participating in um, Team Yankee, the alternate uh, World War Three stuff, and we're we're having a raffle where we're giving away a few plastic um, kits, which are at TwisterCon. Yeah, TwisterCon. Yeah, Twister yeah. yeah. and cool. then like, um, and I think there's actually this year they're going to have um, um, GM or Game Master awards. So the guys who are running the yeah, games yeah, will yeah, are the giving time, out. Yeah, the first time uh, uh, Jeff decided that. It's about time the guys that put these things on get a little bit of sure. Uh, so, yeah, you know, absolutely. I think how much you know time. It's a lot of work getting everything yeah. together and assemble yeah. and travel. You yeah. know, so it's best a, table is going to win some awards. There we go. Very cool. Yeah. We got to wrap is that, it up. Is that okay? Fan like is that fan chosen or how uh, judges? I, yeah, I, I believe it, it's by yeah. If yeah. you that's just a curiosity question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do, how do I win? Yeah. Uh, well, no, I mean, because I can, well, anyway. Yeah. So, so tell us just real quickly again where people, so, where, when, all that so kind of stuff. So again, TwisterCon is going to be this next weekend, uh, mm-hmm. March 25th and 26th at the... Uh, Reed Center? Reed, yeah, Reed Center, the Sheraton Hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be $10 per day per get-in. If you prepay, it's $17 for both days. Mm-hmm. Um Basically, you can games are free to come in and play. Um, there's two tournaments, a um, bunch of um, tabletop, tabletop games, stuff, historical, sci-fi, yeah, uh, GM awards. Uh, just come and look. Yeah, it's gonna yeah I recommend that's going. Happening. I recommend going to twistercon.com and looking up. There right. is player registration, so if you want to get registered early, do that. Um, there's scheduled events, so all the events that are going to be on there. It gives when those events are happening, um, the kind of the details of the event, how many players they want. Or um, go to the KO. KO, 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 KO. You, yeah, it's on the event page right as well. Right. Yeah. So and where and where can people find you on like as far as Twitter, Facebook, uh, as uh, individuals on Facebook, or on Facebook, yeah. page. on Facebook we have uh, there is a TwisterCon page on page, Facebook yep. now. Okay. There's also a uh, Warlord Games Open Game Day page on Facebook as well. Yeah, Tony runs that one. Yeah. There you go. Well, and you guys I have do Twitter? a TwisterCon too. Yeah. Twister uh, do you guys do Twitter? No. Yes, you do Twitter. Twitter is okay. Hang on, Michael. Hang on. Here we go. Oh, oh, what is this? It's a flip phone. Neat. Oh, it's, a, yeah. it's one of those slide phones. Neat. Neat. One of those the, things. The, the, the wife and the like, kids have the fancy phones. So, <laughs> well, yeah. I, so that's what I got. So I touched the phone. I said, yeah. this is mine that's forever. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, you should try Twitter, though. I was going to say, you need to, you know. Telegraph to find me. Fantastic. Well, that's going to do it for our show. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Geek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find us on SoundCloud and Stitcher. And Joshua, where can people find you on the web? Twitter's easy, at Joshua Unruh, J-O-S-H-U-A-U-N-R-U-H. And you can find me at K-O-S-U Michael C. Be sure and subscribe to this podcast. Also rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Anthony Berger, John Russell, and Tony Radford, I'm Michael Cross. And I'm Joshua Unruh. Reminding you to keep calm and geek on.